You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Jamie Mackay, host of The Countries with us. Hey, Jamie. G'day, Heather. So how does James Shaw explain another failed carbon auction? Well, he was on my show today and it was as clear as mud when he'd finished to me. So a news out this morning that the third uh, carbon credit auction had kind of failed. No one's bought any. Um, National were, of course, going to use it to pay for tax cuts. Labor was going to use it to fund climate uh, change initiatives. So basically the government's going to be short, Heather, of almost a billion dollars. We know all this and we'll find out. Uh, It'll be confirmed next Tuesday with the um, pre-election economic and fiscal update, the preview. Interestingly, ANZ agri-economist Susan Kilsby, I'm sort of becoming a paid-up member of the fan club here. I'm quoting her all the time to you, Heather, but she said the credits will be up for grabs again in the fourth auction in December. She says the more times the units fail to sell, the harder it could be to sell them. But James on today's show told me if the units didn't sell at this at all in this calendar year, i.e. in the four auctions, we would simply reset the auction back to zero and the outcome would be good for the planet, if not for the New Zealand coffers. And here's a wee cut from James on today's show. If we don't auction those units uh, this year, that means there's less volume, i.e. less um, uh, licences to pollute uh, around in the system for future years. And, and so that means a tighter market which means less pollution, and that actually means that, you know, the market's working as it's supposed to. So there you go, Heather, it's actually a good thing. Yeah, 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 I know, but it's not a good thing because we're a billion bucks short. Yeah, but, uh, well, never mind. It <laughs> might not be James's problem, of course, uh, because the fourth auction could be under a new government. That's absolutely right. Hey, what do you make of this plan to have the, 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 the solar panels at the top and then the livestock, gra- livestock grazing underneath? Well, I think it's a, it's quite innovative uh, way to make some money on your yeah. farm, I guess. They used the example, beef and lamb did a, a case study. So they got a, a sheep and beef farm in Canter- North Canterbury, six hectare paddock, that's 15 acres. You could, by putting on um, some solar panels, increase your income by up to $1 million and increase your profit by over $420,000. If it sounds too good to be true, Heather, it kind of is a wee bit because you're going to have to borrow $5.6 million mm. uh, to put the um, solar panels in place. But they do have potential benefits and downsides. And one of the interesting potential benefits uh, include animal welfare. You know, the panels providing shade uh, for the animals to mitigate heat stress risk and shelter from harsh weather. They also might improve uh, soil moisture, reducing evaporation. The downsides um, that uh, they there's risk of damage to the panels from Mm. the livestock. There's uh, limitations to future land use if you've got six hectares of panels on your farm and there's an uncertainty regarding your farm resale value. But yeah, if you've got a spare Uh, $5.6 million, go and put six hectares of solar panels on your farm and you will increase your income by $1 million and your profit by $420,000. Good stuff. Jamie, thank you for that. Jamie Mackay, host of the country. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.